Hello, <clears throat> Namaste. I welcome you all to the 72nd session of Guru Buddha. I dedicate this and all of my works at the holy feet of Dr. Chandrasekhar Udupa. This class is live for Easy Ayurveda weekly class subscribers. If you have not subscribed, please go to easyayurveda.com slash video dash classes. So getting right into the session, let's go through this case. F female 35 year old married with two children. Prakriti is Vata Kapha. Vikriti, let's find out as we go for, further. With history of teenage, teenagers in college, had a lot of sinus infection, which is usually due to Kapha and Vata Dosha. And age 20-24, pericytis, uh, had high fever and right side sharp pain. The hospital diagnosed with Crohn's disease on prednisone, which is a prednisone, a low-dose some chemotherapy pills were given. After a while, I realized that I had to stop the medicine. Nothing happened and I was fine. Main concern, body rashes since 2011. So a chronic case here. After first child born, uh, newest symptoms started uh, after first child born since 2011. Usually post, uh, post uh, postpartum care of Ayurveda. That's why it is stressed a lot because immunity will be low and, you know, uh, many say low immunity uh, opportunistic disorders or some autoimmune disorders there are chances for that that's why i rather <coughs> advocates for you know proper postpartum care it's a it's a branch in its own feel really bad and can't do anything getting headaches swollen hurting foggy feeling feels uh, like everything in my body is tiring if i had to eat something i would uh, try new things every time i get rashes on screen skin headache or intestinal reaction and tends to last two weeks and dies down breast relation skin gets more inflamed and headache and body, body fatigue re reaction always had dry skin. Uh, life is water prone, no regular routine except uh, dropping kids, running all the time, uh, home consulting, irregular eating timings, and current food intake, green leafy vegetable juices. Uh, this is again a topic on its own. So, this is the condition. See, uh, one thing I think uh, going to the history given here, uh, one thing is clearly seen that it's a chronic case, number one. Uh, presented since 2011 and very importantly after the first child born so as you rightly mentioned uh, uh, pregnancy uh, during pregnancy or during the post-pregnancy care during postpartum uh, care uh, this problem has started probably it has uh, worsened since then so we also have a, a diagnosed condition there uh, like Crohn's disease is there so we know that uh, it also has an autoimmune component so here the gut involvement can be seen and uh, going to the causes uh, NS infections and other things can also be seen we also have uh, a long history of uh, chemotherapy and also probably prednisolone uh, consumption here we can see that after a while I realized I had to stop the medicine. So here is uh, the problem. The doctors have not probably guided uh, the patient to stop prednisolone or uh, any chemotherapy pills, whatever were given so pretty long time. So we know that what effects they can have over uh, our system in the long run. So anyhow, it was needed for uh, Crohn's disease. It was given, but later uh, went to taper, went to stop. And uh, that thing I think was not monitored. So very importantly, the uh, what we can call it as the paschat karma. So the post post operative uh, follow up was not proper either from the part of the patient or from the doctor or from both. Yeah, the chikitsa chatushpada. So some confusion is there here. So later we can see some body rashes is the main concern. So that is the pradhan lakshana presenting complaint body rashes that we can see in the picture also. But quite a uh, lot. So like so if you can expand the second picture, uh, Doctor Abba, second one there. Can it seen like uh, 
angry red color still not able to appreciate uh, the lesions can we go to the other picture towards its left so typically presenting on the palm and uh, what was that part of the body i think forearm or something the forearm yes forearm okay from ayurveda perspective if you are looking at this case we shall not uh, bother about these things one thing i can recollect is uh, how how we shall go ahead with this uh, particular case so like uh, if the patient were there it would have been easy what else was tried from 2011 to 2023 12 years long history different things the patient has tried on this particular condition that would have been uh, uh, very clear for us i can remember a condition called as i may be wrong palmar erythema so there is a condition called as palmar erythema so where there is a redness of uh, the hands which is typically related to the pregnancy so in modern uh, medicine we can find a condition called as palmar erythema which is typically related to pregnancy during pregnancy and post pregnancy some women have that uh, palmar pregnancy which may go off or which may continue uh, longer depends on and it is also depicting uh, many conditions many interior conditions it is also part of the liver palm so like uh, it has some relation with uh, the liver disorders and many other chronic disorders so the redness many times uh, what i want to tell is the skin disease or something manifesting on the skin doesn't actually belong to the skin skin is not the culprit skin is a victim in this particular case it is a reflection of like skin is uh, like a mirror image a reflection of many things which is going on inside our uh, when body uh, when there is beyond tolerance the body cannot tolerate certain things and uh, it wants to tell something there is a secret language of the interior of the body when it wants to tell something it definitely tells through the story of the interior is told through the skin it is very important skin is most of the times it is uh, the victim it is showing the story of somebody else something else which is happening maybe maybe a liver disorder maybe a stomach disorder maybe a gut related disorder so anything it may be maybe a autoimmune condition so in this particular condition palmar erythema is a condition wherein uh, it is depicting some interior problem like a liver problem or some other problem crohn's disease also was there some autoimmune uh, component is there definitely in this particular uh, condition the lesions are also seen elsewhere also going through uh, ayurveda analysis of this particular condition so we can uh, another condition is uh, lichen planus or lichen planus we can call it as so it has a similar uh, uh, presentation it also has an autoimmune component uh, flaring redness and also the, it appears on the skin and the mucous membrane also in the mucosa of the mouth etc again if the patient were there it would have been easy for us to know if other than the skin if it is there also on the mucous membrane and uh, other parts of the body so only trying to uh, differentially diagnose this condition by seeing the uh, lesions uh, presented and also the case presented here so one we have uh, a sinus uh, infection component crohn's infection component long standing case history and also long a long case of uh, a drug consumption and also prednisolone consumption something has meddled with the autoimmunity and this particular problem has uh, occurred in this particular uh, patient so going going through the ayurvedic perspective we shall simply look at the redness there uh, and also some small eruptions of the papules may be there on the uh, left uh, picture so going through these things very simple we can consider it as a rakta predominant condition or a pitta predominant condition so or uh, we know that pitta and uh, rakta they are having uh, rakta and pitta are having ashraya ashray sambandha so like uh, rakta is uh, giving ashraya it is an abode of uh, pitta so mutually they are uh, contaminating each other or mutually they are supporting each other in healthy conditions and contaminating each other uh, in the pathological uh, condition so let's dig little bit detail before going to the treatment so because it is very clear that by the patient's narration of the problem that the patient has tried a lot but still suffering from some feel 
really bad so that is enough for us to know the patient is feel really bad and can't do anything a, a sense of helplessness probably tried certain things after that so probably we could have got a detailed history uh, nonetheless uh, we will go here since it is chronic and it is also playing so this headache swollen uh, uh, hurting foggy feels like anything tired body headache intestinal reaction all these things uh, are definitely related to something great which is happening inside maybe an intestinal problem or a liver problem something happening along with the skin flare ups these symptoms are also coming up or along along with these symptoms the skin is also flaring up and once it comes it tends to stay for two weeks and then it dies down how it dies down we don't know whether it dies down along with the other symptoms or whether the redness and uh, the skin part itself dies down we are not sure but there is a relieving factor some somewhere it tends to live for a certain period and it comes down with or without medication or whatever uh, so considering this going through the ayurveda we can just uh, consider this condition as kushta number 1 vata rakta number 2 a bridge so we have a condition called as uttana vata rakta we also know that the treatment of kushta wherein a big range of uh, skin disorders have been explained wrongly coined as uh, leprosy it is beyond leprosy kushta is uh, having so many conditions as many as uh, 18 conditions different conditions of skin seven types of maha kushta and uh, 11 types of kshudra kushta and also dhatugata kushta and so many types of uh, variants have been explained by our Uh, acharyas and uh, vata rakta so these two conditions are uh, the treatment is interchangeable so even in clinical practice i have seen treatment of kushta most often applies to vata rakta so what we diagnose as kushta many times it will be vata rakta and many times what we diagnose it as vata rakta will be kushta take for example as psoriatic arthritis psoriatic arthritis so here uh, the arthritis appears even without the skin lesions many times it appears without the psoriatic lesions it is diagnosed as psoriatic arthritis but the psoriasis uh, symptoms or the manifest skin manifestations may come in the later period but joint involvement is earlier in most of the conditions here if we try kushta chikitsa it will be helpful if, even if we try vata rakta chikitsa it will be helpful so uh these conditions the treatment the principles are interchangeable in kushta and vata rakta so i would like to put this into there is a condition in vata rakta like uttana vata rakta so and gambhira vata rakta uttana vata rakta is the superficial tissues like the twak rakta are involved and in gambhira vata rakta the deeper tissues are uh, involved so this palmar erythema and other redness and also Uh, other skin manifestations which are flared uh, up red and uh, manifest over the skin and not involving the deeper tissues will be considered as uttana vata rakta and gambhira vata rakta will be a more a deeper condition so and in this particular condition we also see that apart from the redness it is a reflection of something which is uh, hidden inside the body we can also consider this this as gambhira vata rakta there is gambhira vata rakta which is manifesting here okay so that is the differential diagnosis but mainly we will put this into the picture of kushta and uh, try to see the redness and try to address it uh, in terms of uh, either a rakta aggravation or a pitta aggravation or mutual aggravation even if we go to the pitta vruddhi rakta vruddhi lakshana we can see visarpa pliha vidradi kushta vatasra pittasra kushta vatasra okay visarpa all type of skin manifestations are mentioned in the ratta vritti conditions so where uh, the blood is abnormally increased or pathologically increased in the system that also can be considered under if we consider this as pamarelli erythema some other condition we can also take ratta dushti ratta vritti kushta vata rakta okay so and then uh, ratta gata kushta we also can take it as ratta gata kushta or uh, 
uh, as i said uttana uh, or can be a type of vatarakta depending upon how much the interior has been damaged and all those conditions coming to the kusta again we, if, if we need to uh, classify this it's very difficult to tell which kusta so according to the symptoms it is looking like some types of kusta mentioned in mahakusta and chudrakusta conditions mainly when we go to a condition called as mandala kusta so i am not telling it is i am not telling the diagnosis i am just telling the differential diagnosis how to look at this particular picture shwetam raktam sthiram sthanam smigdam utsanna mandalam so it is like in the form of a mandala it is in the form of a circular elevated lesion shwetam raktam it is a mixture of whiteness and redness we can see the uh, mixture of whiteness and redness interspersed it is not totally pitch red there so some spaces are there sthiram sthanam smigdam so it is smig that is not ruksha though the patient said that the skin is often dry here we can see the especially the palm is shining and it has a wet uh, uh, texture here and utsanna mandalam a kruchram anyonya samyuktam this patient should clear uh, clear here kruchram it is difficult and anyonya samyuktam small mandala small circular lesions will form gradually they will accumulate with each other they will join each other to become a bigger lesion so small lesions getting assembled and later joining each other and becoming a bigger lesion so that is uh, what we call it as mandala kushta that falls under the category of mahakushta and uh, some more things if we see there is a condition called as alasaka just now it has been compared often to lichen planus uh, this condition kandu madbischa saragaihi gandaihi alasakam chitam kandu madbischa saragaihi if the itching is there i don't see the patient mentioning itching anywhere in the case history we can rule out but depending on this saraga so there is redness and kandu if it is there it can be considered as alasaka and treated accordingly again the kapha predominant uh, symptoms uh, will be there uh, yes there is itching mona badji i think uh, she has presented this case she has uh, mentioned yes there is itching so this can also fall under the category see ayurveda explanation they have not mentioned only particular conditions of kushta they have mentioned specifically where the lesion is present like in vaipadika pani pada sputanam so it is present in the pani so that is in the hands and in the pada so like that it is mentioned most of the kushtas it has not been mentioned where exactly it is located so we can take it as sthanika that is localized or generalized both these conditions we can take so kandu kandu madbihi saragaisha kandu and raga ching and redness are the important uh, manifestations of asaka uh, and uh, then we go can go to another condition called as tadru again differential condition i am not concluding here sakandu raga pidaka so it is resembling again sakandu itching raga red and pidaka the papules or some eruptions are there in and around so that can be uh, considered here so generally since dadru uh, will be compared to tinea or ringworm manifestations uh, ringworm manifestations are very specific to particular regions and it will be in the form of a ring we will exclude this uh, from the diagnosis but for differential diagnosis we will consider dadru or dadru mandala and then going to another condition called as kachu kachu which has been explained in the kshudrakushta all these things are akshudra uh, kushtas only kachu is a condition which has been mentioned sakandu ragapidakam that is dadru mandala uh, in kachu saivaspotaihi teevra dahaihi upeta gneya panyohu kachu rugra spikoscha very specific regions have been mentioned but also typically this particular condition will have srava that is discharges like pama we don't know whether there is discharge in the patient in this particular condition if there is no srava so we will try to exclude this but in differential diagnosis will definitely take because there are spotas so there are eruptions teevra daha and there is severe burning sensation again the patient should tell if there is burning sensation here and panyoho kachu rugras pikoscha pani it is manifested on a snow discharge 
taken madam so understood that so pani it is mainly manifested on the hands and spikosta on the butt so this is another condition so we'll go to the last condition uh, which is known as shataru this is also ekshudrakusta raktam shavam so here java is not there so that is blackish or blackish uh, gray color is not there but the other conditions are there raktam it is reddish and sadaharti there is burning sensation there is pain again monabadji uh, kindly let us know if there is burning sensation if there is pain raktam shavam sadaharti shataruhu syad bahuranam bahuranam many type of ulcers like we can see it is like scattered it is having small uh, so that is right yes but if if and uh, so the pain is there so pain is there bahurana is there we can also put it into burning sensation is there as daha pain so we can put it into highest yes, burning sensation and pain both okay so yeah we were coming to that particular condition this particular condition has been compared to erythema which one uh, the last condition which i mentioned shataru will have raktam shavam redness will be there slightly blackish discoloration may or may not be mixed up with reddish color daha burning sensation pain is there and sad bahuranam it looks like having multiple ulcers okay though it is it looks even on the palm and down even on the forehand though it looks like a single lesion it looks like an amalgamation like an accumulation of small ulcers or small uh, vranas so this condition has been compared to erythema shataru has been compared to erythema and already i said palmar erythema right at the beginning and that is palmar erythema is very closely related to pregnancy so shall we conclude that it might be chataru or uh, mandala kushta or uh, dadru okay so between these things grossly if we are not scratching our head on this we will put it under kushta rakta pradana kushta or pitta pradana kushta or rakta gata kushta or uttana and gambira vata rakta combination so the treatment will be expel the doshas number 1 and the number 2 it will be uh, to boost up the immunity so these two things are the main criteria of this particular uh, treatment of this particular condition uh, first is to expulsion of doshas seeing the redness and uh, seeing the dosha involvement typically there is pain and there is burning sensation redness we will put it into the category of pitta and rakta a bridge between kushta and uh, vata rakta we will straight away select our treatment virechana uh, okay virechana will be there so if there is itching and also the kapha involvement in another part of the body we can start with sadhyovamana and then proceed to krama virechana and the virechana in this condition because it is a chronic case one single sitting of virechana or one single vamana will not do as the kushta principle goes the treatment should be repeated every now and then and a window period should be given where we can observe whether the lesions are present or appearing or reappearing or what what is what exactly is happening so as the time gap between two episodes increase that also shows that the immunity of the patient is increasing along with that between the two treatments uh, that is between two vega avasthas whatever treatment we are giving we will also in the follow up be giving certain medications oral medications which will take care of the symptoms and uh, prevent the relapse already we know that the panchakarma or the vamana or vidachana whatever we are carrying on they themselves are apunarbhava chikitsa uh, like they prevent the relapses of uh, the condition and uh, we need to help the system to understand the treatment protocol and also the blueprint of the treatment get accustomed to that and gradually start thinking that these lesions doesn't belong to me and the interval between the two episodes of eruptions if they reduce so that will be really great uh, experience on the part of the patient so definitely here we should consider it as since it is 11 years long plenty of things have been tried amapachana 
or AMA should be addressed or not. It becomes a query again, but still, if we are handling it as a fresh case, we'll consider it as that uh, there is a, a considerable amount of AMA. There is no harm in uh, trying the AMA pachana. And after uh, doing the AMA pachana, we shall go with uh, the snehapana. And then, uh, so this, see, since uh, it is also present at multiple places, I think we can also consider grossly, not by the description as Visarpa. So again, Visarpa, Kushta, whatever it is there, Virechana will be the uh, main period of the treatment. I don't mind even if uh, after totally, if the condition comes down and uh, would you please suggest what herbs to be used for Amupachana. Uh, rather than herbs, I would uh, mention formulations uh, can be used. So since this is uh, because even very Tikshna medicines cannot be used, we need to see on a trial and error basis how it works out with you because what exactly you have done over these 11 years. So that will be very, very important for us to understand before uh, administering the treatment. So here only we are discussing the, so we will not discuss step by step what to give and how much, what is the dose to give and all those things. These are only the principles which we will be attending so that it will be an interesting discussion here. So, and then, uh, yes. So that is very important, Dr. Habara's type that because of prawns, I was about to come to that. You know, you also need to see because it is an inflammatory bowel disease. Uh, we need to see prawns and uh, ulcerative colitis or the inflammatory bowel disease. Again, they have an autoimmune component. We need to be very uh, careful before doing that. So in which form Amapachana should be given, that also should be, whether it should be in the form of Deepana Grutas, like Vipali Gruta, that also should be uh, watched and how much uh, the system tolerates the Gruta. So all those things, small initial exercises should be done before taking up this particular case. So it has a lot of components attached to it. So that is why a deep addressing of this particular problem is needed. So then we will go with a snehapana, probably with a tikta gruta or some gruta which is available in the context of our kushta and vatarakta prakarana and then go with a kramavirechana. So I think that should be the treatment. And even in after seeing the response of the treatment, the dietetic protocol and also the oral medications which needs to be used later the context shall be planned accordingly and very importantly the availability of uh, the shodhana chikitsa in your place an ideal doctor who can take up the case and uh, study it in detail so i think uh, mainly this will be this is an interesting case which has been represented uh, here so, Pama so i remember as reading as having some uh, connection with the pregnancy okay so ultimately if that can be compared to shataru yes probable possible diagnosis we have come to and uh, there are many other conditions which need to be seen through. I may be right, I may be wrong. So this is the way of just discussing that particular case, breaking it into pieces and then seeing. Of course, after Virechana, we will definitely go with the course of Rasayana, Interim Rasayana in between. So Rasayanas will work as uh, preventive and also will uh, halt the process of the disease. And number three, enhance the immunity and recurrences will reduce. Like we can't assure that recurrences will not take place. Again, a very stringent following of uh, dietetic protocol and also the lifestyle protocol everything is mandatory everything is needed in this uh, particular context uh, it needs to be addressed as if a cloth so we uh, give an example in like a proverb so like a cloth which has fallen on the thorn so it needs to be trickily we we should not damage the a cloth at the same time we need to trickily remove the cloth from the thorn so this such is a condition it is uh, it maybe it's not a scary statement here so it is a statement of cautious uh, be cautious while handling this and uh, a lot of things needs to be seen and addressed so cases are not to be discussed in detail on the platform discussion platform like uh, guru bodha only we can discuss the concepts uh, the treatment protocol will definitely be handled by a doctor who is very close to you near and dear to you and who can take care of 
so because there is a stress why i mentioned the word near and dear because there is a stress component also a dara also will help you help the patient in this particular context a dara or the murti tela will also uh, help because in crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis i have seen that uh, the murni tela especially the shirodara and shirovastis have worked wonders and uh, i don't mind at the end of uh, everything when the lesions become zero and six months down eight months down the symptoms are not there so we can go with uh, some vastis also some uh, vastis which are very helpful in pushta okay so that may not be the treatment of choice right uh, right at the beginning that may not be right at the end also but uh, still we can consider if need be so this is uh, my small analysis of this particular problem uh, there's a question on prednison before we come to that raghavan sir in case of autoimmunity of any sort you know especially when say rakta and uh, you know in this case agni and kosha i mean the gut is involved and the pitta dosha is of course involved a standard vamana and virechana would be would come into picture in case of autoimmunity with these these factors involved automatically i mean dr hebar this case or in general in general in general absolutely yes woman and virechana see sarve sarve rogah mande agno so very clearly vagbata acharya vagbata mentions most of the diseases are unless proved otherwise most of the systemic diseases have their direct relationship with manda agni or the agni disturbances so here correcting the agni as you rightly mentioned is very important looking through the posta and deciding whether shodhana is needed or not if needed whether it is vamana or virechana or both like in uh, conditions of psoriasis what i have seen most often than not ubayataha shodhana will be very important even in eczema cases switcherchika cases ubayataha shodhana is very important rather than going with a vamana or virechana vamana followed by virechana is very important there they will give outstanding results no doubt vamana will give good results virechana also will give good results but try vamana and then go with krama vamana and krama virechana they will give outstanding results in psoriasis likewise uh, to build up the immunity we need to have different choices before jumping into the rasayana shodhana is mandatory after shodhana we will come to the rasayana but when we are taking through the shodhana when we take autoimmune disorders like uh, rheumatoid arthritis for example if we can compare it to amavata very closely there rather than a vamana or a virechana vasti is uh, the best treatment which will take care of uh, the immune process whatever autoimmune uh, changes is, so what is autoimmunity that we need to understand so the immunity the pro- our protective system is attacking us system which needs to pro- protect us need to help us need to save us is misidentifying the body's uh, elements as enemies body's components as enemies so the helpers are attacking in simple terms somebody is having a pet dog so you are uh, very much close to that pet dog the dog is also very close to you so it is sitting with you it is sleeping sleeping on your lap it is going with you to a walk everything you are taking care of its nourishment you are giving good food to that dog it has become a family member and all those things but one fine day when you open the door you don't expect the same dog to jump and bite you we will not be expecting that that comes suddenly so you open the door your pet dog jumps over you something has gone wrong and it bites you very badly so this exactly is happening inside the system the tissues the body's own components are taking care of you suddenly attack your system it's not sudden we think it is sudden but something has happened in the process where it is attacking so autoimmune process the auto destruction the self destruction of the body components by its own components the body itself becomes its own enemy in such conditions time and again we have seen that the panchakarma measures followed by rasayana chikitsa works outstanding in general as you have mentioned this is ideal and when we come to the choices will differ definitely when we come to conditions like uh, amavata 
their vasti or vasti or you can call it as the enema treatments medicated enemas will uh, be the best autoimmune uh, medicines medicines for the or the therapies for uh, the autoimmune disorder there so in comparison to a vamana or virechana when they give to some gastrointestinal disorder or some other disorder if vata and joints are involved with autoimmunity even and there also we, we can see that uh, virechana also forms an important uh, mainstay treatment in most of the uh, skeletal disorders and also the soft tissue disorders joint disorders uh, a course of virechana so just like i mentioned vamana and then virechana in psoriasis or uh, eczema in rheumatoid arthritis and other conditions go with the virechana and then followed by vas so that will give more outstanding and again the doctor should be very judicious to see if virechana is needed at all in that particular condition virechana followed by vasti so that is left out to the yukti of the physician how he or she analyzes a given condition and i would like to touch base upon this mahatiktaka gruta it is almost kind of a universal herbal ghee and and in, in this case especially associated with crohn's disease and uh, plus autoimmunity and you know vascular involvement some sort of like headache yeah, you know repeated inflammation swelling was also mentioned in the this one absolutely and, you know, i mean post 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 pregnancy care again uh, you know rakta dushti uh, in involvement and all and and also considering crohn's disease we cannot go for like hardcore sachurna or uh, you know Uh, even our chitrakadivati etc because uh, there could be bleeding tens- tendency associated with cross disease so usually what you know guruji sir explains the deepana is o- often recommended Absolutely. so either we had to go with tikta churnas or tikta grutas and uh, the wonderful thing about this mahatikta ingredients it contains saptaparna saptaparna is often used with like jwara uh, or you know fever and in autoimmunity there is you know often component of fever mursa is there to improve agni though not very hot or ushna but there are many things uh, like pata mursa ushira which address the rasa and ratta component again triphalize there nimban patola nimban patola nimban patola yeah nim is also there turmeric to uh, turmeric can treat turmeric haridra and daru haridra to address allergic components of the skin and it also contains guruchi which is again used very frequently in autoimmunity shimadu is also related with immunity again sariva and i also saw somewhere even the it also contains pipali and gaja pipali in the though it contains pipali and gaja pipali it is only 6 grams as with other ingredients and in in a grutha mode along with other bitter herbs which would balance out any sort of a, pitta aggravation because grutha is pitta hara and all the almost all bitter herbs are pitta hara this people in a gentle low form can give give that essential deepana pachana effect without disturbing much of the this one uh, that's why acharya charaka straight away mentions mahatikta grutha in case of uh, this one okay and coming to the and last point before we take up the question in terms of like medicine for virechana especially in kusta Uh, the deciding factor is that whether we should go for snigdha virechana versus ruksha virechana and you know r- r- snigdha virechana when there is vata and pitta are involved and ruksha virechana is usually when kapha dosha is dominant and you know based on this we can make the decision on virechana and of course there are like skin disease specific ones but this guideline can be used in general absolutely yes we can use this uh, again choice of the medicine again depends on uh, the doctor the dosha identification is very important the right point you have made vata and pitta identification or kapha identification whether there is ama nirama condition of those doshas very important tikta virechana 
or Rukshavarachana, see, there is universal principle. Either people go with the Trivrutta Leha or with some Trifala formulation like a Trifala Churna and other things. At the end of, because in Snehapana, we should remember that uh, we have already given Gruta or Yamaka for oral consumption. Very few people use uh, the Snehapana even in water disorders. Because after Snehapana, once again, we have given Svedana. But again, going with uh, Snigdavirachana, so people are reluctant with. So there are also some, many cases I've seen of intolerance when Snigdavirachana is given. So probably many doctors, what I've seen is uh, preferring uh, Rukshavirachana. So in the form of a Churna or a Avaleha. So that will be the pre preferred format. And for uh, Virachanopaga, so like if uh, Virachana is not happening, again, the decoction of uh, Trifala and other things uh, will be given to stimulate the medicine and also to throw out the doshas. So that is generally handled in the... Uh, hospitals and also in the clinical practice. Shita Pitta and Udarda, definitely we should be considering about this. Though it is not looking like those rashes, but uh, it is due to something which is happening inside. Shita Pitta and Udarda, when we see they have, their contribution is something which is happening inside. Okay, so there also the immunity uh, is playing a uh, lesser way. That is why in Shita Pitta and Udarda cases, uh, the conditions repeat themselves. And we should see in Madhavanidana, Shita Pitta, Udatta, Kota are explained after Kusta. After, immediately after the Kusta chapter, they have been explained. And the reason the Acharya also gives why, because of the Tvak Dushti. They are having the nature of Tvak Dushti that is contaminating the skin and also having the Tridosha relationship and very close relationship with the Kusta. And uh, we are going through some treatment uh, procedures in uh, Shita Pitta, Udarda and Kota. Many Acharyas have explained especially in Chakradatta and Yogaratnakara when you see the treatment principles of Kushta, Visarpa, Vispota, all these things have been mentioned in the treatment of uh, uh, this particular condition, Shita Pitta, Udarada and Dakota. So we can consider not for the differential diagnosis but also for the treatment perspective because the skin manifestation here, though it is not appearing like Shita Pitta or Udarada or Kota, which we will discuss uh, sometime later. The manifestation of this skin problem is due to something which is happening from within. So we can also consider the formulations if something, if it is not working out from Pushta and Vatarakta Prakarana, we can also try to peep into the chapters of Shita Pitta Udarada and Kota and try to consider because these are the related chapters. Um, actually, I have these two questions, sir. One is about, uh, you know, you were describing that this has to be treated. You gave the analogy of cloth over thorns. Um, so does it mean that the patient have to be under the direct care of the physician absolutely. as an inpatient or does it, can it be through telemedicine? Absolutely, Vasantaji. So I always recommend under the observation of uh, Dr. Pratyaksha, Pratyaksha, direct under vision and supervision, I think that is the best way chronic conditions can be dealt with, not online prescriptions or email prescriptions. They, they will definitely work email prescriptions, online consultations, definitely we also do that. So because they may give some temporary relief, some symptomatic relief, some definitely if uh, the patient is uh, lucky enough, they can give a big range of uh, relief in symptoms also, no doubt about that. But having said that, always uh, the role of physicians direct contact with the patient in the chikitsa chatushpada the four limbs of the treatment is very very mandatory hospital management there is nothing secondary to hospital management because everything will be taken care of so the patient can just be a little over cautious or under conscious while taking these medications okay nothing will happen the doctor has prescribed to take warm water throughout the day okay Nothing will happen. So the patient is fed up of taking the warm water. Suddenly the patient pops up some uh, 
uh, cold water or take some food which has been contraindicated okay let me take once what will happen that will not happen when the patient is under the supervision because treatment is not about the medicines the therapies and other things it is about also the discipline the i don't tell the patients are indisciplined but the hospital in the hospital a constant monitoring will be there and uh, the patient will definitely not get into the hands which are contraindicated the dietetic protocol will be planned by the hospital and also the doctor that same things will be given to the patient and utmost care will be taken so that is what i meant by the cloth and torn analogy extreme caution should be taken because the patient has already suffered for 11 12 years why take risk so be under the supervision take appropriate make up an appropriate diagnosis very close diagnosis and let the medicines be chosen in a very appropriate way and the patient find relief that is what the patient or the doctor are looking at swasthasya swasthya rakshanam atrasya vikara prashanam prashamanam managing and maintaining the health of the healthy individual and curing comprehensive cure of an ailing person so that is the vision of ayurveda and i think uh, i i definitely advocate so as a physician and a responsible physician definitely i advocate that uh, treatment shall be taken under supervision so because these cases should be handled in a delicate way we don't know uh, how much interior is affecting the exterior of the body we need to respect the system and uh, handle it accordingly the second question i have how does virechana which is to the intestines uh, help joint which is anatomically you know far away from there joints uh, when you are mentioning it is not like you give a virechana like a trifala churna also can work like a alagu virechana or a small virechana it's not like you take trifala churna and start feeling relaxed with your arthritis it's not like that see even the joint when we speak about joint they are mentioned as marma asti sandhigata so there are three pathways of disease manifestation one is costa so that is abhyantara roga marga they tell the interior so mouth to gut the end of the gut is considered as the abhyantara roga marga so that is the costa so the digestive system the second uh, pathway of the diseases is the tissues datu shaka and the third important pathway is also belongs to the tissues itself some tissues are subtracted from the seven tissues and taken into the marma category that is the vital spots or the vital organs they are the marma the vital spots of the body asti bones and sandhi the joints and the soft tissues they fall under the marmasti sandhigata we call this as the mid pathway of the diseases of the madhyama roga marga we call them as now coming to the joints uh, it is not the wear and tear so if there is if the person falls down and if there is an injury to the knee joint and if you give virechana that will definitely not work in amavata in conditions like amavata there is a knee pain and a knee swelling because of the interior damage not because the patient has fallen down because it is the damage which is caused by the interior changes formation of ama circulating ama ama settling in the joints trying to damage the soft tissues therein causing the swelling involving vata pitta and kapha so many things are coming and assembling into that particular susceptible area we call it as each and every person will have a susceptible area for me the head may be a susceptible area when i suffer from headache very frequently for somebody the stomach is a susceptible area because the person whatever problem will start it will start from stomach for some people whatever problem will start will start from the cough muscle so we have susceptible that is the weaker areas the doshas and the ama and other principles will tend to they are searching for a weak spot whenever there is a weak spot etra sangha ka vaigunya tvyadistatropa jayate wherever there is a weak spot the doshas accumulate there and cause the problems 
I cannot give a virechana. I cannot put a virechana medicine over the joint and bandage. Obviously, the healing should be from within. In such conditions, the virechana or the basti or the uh, vamana, these things will operate right from the root. What is the root here? Right from where the ama is formed. Right from where the pathological vata pitta and kapha are formed. Right from that particular root it plays. And look at virechana. Before giving virechana, we have given snehapana, we have given uh, abhyanga, we have given swedana, so many things, deepana, pachana, so many things have happened. We are trying to meddle with those doshas and dharma and we are trying to constantly hit them. And with virechana or vamana, we are trying to expel them out of the system, telling boss, your job is done, you are out of the system, you are not going to the joints, you are not going to the bones, you are not going to the soft tissues and harm them. No. We are expelling you. We are not trying to subside you. We are expelling you from the system. So the question is very interesting. The joint is very distant from the place of Virechana. But the uh, origin of the problem in the joint is from the place of Virechana. I think you are getting it. Whether it is a stomach or a gut, that is the place of origin. So Virechana and Vamana are given to those conditions of the joints and uh, uh, the soft tissues or bones, whatever it is there. When those diseases have their origin from the gut. I think I'm clear. Here, sometimes Trifla doesn't work and it causes dryness in Vata condition. Yeah, Trifla is uh, basics first. Trifla is specifically addressed or advised in Kapha and Pitta disorders. As you can see here, Trifla Kapha Pitta Agni. So not, not commonly advised in say Vata condition uh, unless for rejuvenation or anything. So the dryness component is well undertaken and being ascendant dominant, there will be uh, surely that. Think of Vata, think of Snigdavirechana. So like uh, the castor oil preparations, even in the last class we were discussing, they'll be the best. Uh, we can go with the uh, stick the variation itself. Yeah, that's pretty standard. And, uh, you know, I mean, castor oil is told that like like how a lion controls an elephant. Intoxicated uh, elephant. Yeah, uh, that's how castor oil controls water. So can we discuss diet protocol? Uh, probably bitter inclusion of some bitter herbs and pitta and rakta balancing herbs in this case will be helpful. Absolutely. Uh, and there's a question on so why there's one particular weaker area for a person. This is just a general question because, you know, I mean, because we are all prone, uh, born with prakriti, with vata, pitta, kapha, dosha, naturally dominant in them, you know, one or the other weaknesses are bound to have unless we are like tridosha, prakriti person where vata, pitta and kapha, dosha are all unbalanced. After taking castor oil, we experience constipation the next day. This castor oil is not given as like as is. Just, just as a standalone medicine for virechana. Somebody has to be done virechana, we just give castor oil. It's, it's not like that. We we do the snehana, swedana, uh, snehana, abhyanga and swedana and only then it is given. Yeah, coming to this question, castor oil can also be independently given if you're giving sadhya virechana. So where we, and also nitya virechana. So where in small doses in some conditions, we want virechana to happen on a daily basis. We give castor oil preparations like Gandharva hastadi erandataila, or Nimba Amrutadi, Erenda Taila. These things we give on a regular basis, not on all conditions. Again, the choice of the patient and choice of the condition is very important. And castor oil, when it is given in a correct dosage and after analysis of the problem, it doesn't cause constipation unless there is, unless it is given in a low dose or if there is high vata or if there is ama, which cannot be expelled because ama and uh, castor oil are having similar properties, it cannot be expelled. So, if it is given in a low dosage and if it has not gone out, it will create trouble at some point. Definitely it is going to cause one or two uh, bubbles. So the best way of handling that, handling this particular problem is 
try to increase the dose and see try to analyze if you have water predominance or ama predominance and if uh, you have taken in sufficient quantity and uh, still you are not comfortable that uh, it has eased out of your system try taking sips of hot water that will help so that will help in pushing out the castor oil along with uh, some feces and other uh, waste out of your system maybe one or two extra bubbles you will have and that will clear the system so when properly given in proper dose and after proper analysis there is no way that it causes constipation and there is a question on like uh, prednisone suppresses immunity in this case what is the best have to balance immunity rather than just addressing only one factor we have to take the whole our body and the patient into consideration uh, for example levers uh, side effects of uh, prednisolone weight gain indigestion sleeping problems restlessness stress mild to mood changes and high blood pressure so there are uh, you know water retention in the body and weight weight gain etc so uh, there's no like I mean, it's not like we are treating in the modern lines that for one particular symptom we have one particular herb. whole body has to be considered and a treatment line is to be drawn yeah it is said that castor oil contains ricin a toxic substance you know for everything even there's a list of herbs which are generally recommended as safe gras in that even our black pepper is also not there in that list if i'm not wrong if you consider individual chemical you know it comes with its own positive side and negative negative side we also had long discussion on like leucorice and glycerin and glycerin acid causing increase of blood pressure etc we are thinking the herb as a whole and not as this one so if you consider any uh, anything uh, for that matter let's say pipali pipali is not good in like very high pitta condition and any any medicine or any any herb any ingredient turmeric turmeric might not be suitable for all some people even have turmeric allergy also it's it's not like i mean just taking one ingredient and blaming the herb is not the way to go and we have to take the whole uh, whole herb or medicine into consideration uh, coming to the castrol there are some crude forms and also there are some medicinal forms so say so here we speak about samskara samskara is processing the medicine with some herbs and some when we process it a uh, medicine or an oil castrol is a base here we process like gandharva hastadi erenda taila there are uh, quite a lot of herbs with which castrol is processed nimbamrutadi erenda taila here there are quite a lot of herbs with which castrol is processed when we process it this call it as called as samskara when we give that samskara to the castrol its toxicity will be removed and the medicinal property the oil will acquire so in that case it will not be dangerous to take uh, the medicine so it is a question of caution as yes, uh, the medicines in the form of castor oil available in ayurveda are medicated and processed uh, which i want to come samskara so no harm in taking them but the right dosage and uh, right selection should be there that should be done by the doctor again uh, purchased on the counter and taken indiscriminately uh, with uh, whatever dose we decide that will be really dangerous that con- concludes today's uh, guru bodha session thank you everyone see you in the next session namaste